Okay, everybody, welcome to RPG Cast for November 24th. It is the Thanksgiving weekend. I hope you're stuffed and just tired and ready to sit down and listen to us put you to sleep. I mean, make an exciting podcast for you all. I've got a panel here of Michael Tidwell, also known as Fire Mist. Say hi, Mike. Hello. And Anna Marie Neufeld, also known as Paws. Hello. And Jordan Jackson, a.k.a. Jay Sensei. Howdy. All right, and I'm your host, Chris Privetier, also known as Sabin1001 or Nabuo, depending on what persona you see me on. Ah, cool, a persona reference. We haven't had one of those for a couple weeks. Oh, so. man. <laughs> that didn't take long. Um, so, yeah, here we are. Slow news week, which I've been saying a lot lately, but I didn't know how good I had it until this week hit. This is, um, <laughs> nothing's happening anywhere in this country, pretty much. It seems like... Well, I shouldn't say that. I haven't watched any real news stories. I just, I talk. I'm just talking about video games and technology. Biggest thing this week is is really say what? We're all passed off from too much turkey. That must be what it is, you know. Um, biggest thing that happened this week is like all the sales on Black Friday. So, can't get your uh, busy your World of Warcraft bundles for twenty dollars or something. Um, I don't know. Is that how you got started? I don't know. Um, so we got wings. We'll be talking about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Final Fantasy twelve Revenant Wings shipped this week, and um, we had a news story about it because I guess we really like Final Fantasy. Um, <laughs> oh, because we had a press release and it's slow news week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like Final Fantasy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No <laughs> way. All right. So has anyone picked up Final Fantasy twelve Revenant Wings yet? Yes, I have. Yet. I still need to finish Final Fantasy XII for the PS2. As do I, and I also need to finish the other RTS on my DS, that Heroes of Mana thing. And before no, I worry give about it up. It. No, give it up. No, must get money's worth. Anyway, tell us about Revenant Wings, Mike. Well, as you've mentioned, it's an RTS. Um, it's not an adventure in pathfinding. For the most part, um, when I take large groups in a single direction, they do manage to get there. <laughs> One of the biggest problems is, um, despite saying there's this triangle of power, something like uh, Fire Emblem has, it doesn't seem to make near as much a difference as the elementals, and you don't have enough um, aura sight to open up multiple paths and be able to keep up with the forces you're fighting. So your choices are either to go back and you know fight a bunch of levels and try to get more aura sight, or to simply, you know, pick a path and hope you get lucky. What I'm, is Aura Sight? <clears throat> in the, uh, I don't even know what it's called. There's like a wheel of how you uh, create Esper Packs. What's an Esper Pack? And the Aura Sight. An, an Esper Pack allows you to summon the Esper into battle. Oh, okay. So if I... If I, I thought I, you meant like I, a six-pack of, you know, Garudas or oh, something. Oh, no, no, Packed <laughs> with a T. Okay. Yeah, um... It allows you to, like, if I create a pact with Efrit, I can call Efrit into battle, and he can go and rampage for me. Yay, rampage. Yeah, pretty much. Since he's a, there are three ranks in the game, based on their power, and he's Efrit a rank. Efrit's in this Efrit. game? Yeah, Efrit, Shiva, uh, I don't know the other two, I haven't got that high in the other classes. They or weren't in, the uh, in 12, so they've been brought back? Apparently so. Interesting. It's a DS game. Uh, Continuity doesn't matter. (laughs) 
It's part of evilness. It doesn't matter. Well, Ifrit was part of the... It's in tactics, is it not? I don't know. Yeah, Ifrit and Chief are all in tactics, but they're not in 12. They changed yeah. all the espers to be new things that were new. And, well, and all the old the espers ones. turned into battleships. and Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? But, yeah, so far, it's, you know, it's pretty enjoyable. Um, it, it's not the... Uh, the encrypting, I mean, it's not like the story is like, oh my gosh, I really need to finish this, but, you know, it, it pulls the game along. Did you find that to be the case with 12 on the PS2? Well, 12, I really considered to have 20 to 30 hours of story for 100 hours of gameplay, so if mm. I could play through it quickly and beat it in 30 hours, it might be more interesting. Gotcha. I didn't I didn't play 12 for the story, I played it to for the combats. Mm-hmm. I would have finished twelve if it hadn't come out right before a bunch of other stuff. And did you just, have... did you just call them gambits? Gambits. 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 Yeah. Gambits. They. It's not a word they made up. <laughs> I know it's not a word they didn't made up. But okay. It sounds like something you have to chew. I know gambits sounds like some Cajun dish. Now I'm hungry. Thank you. You were hungry before. I was hungry before, but now I'm even hungrier. And now I need to go find shrimp and hot sauce and stuff. Great. Not, that's actually what I'm having. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. I had pizza. I'm, I'm having whole wheat linguine. No, with, stop, uh, stop okay. torturing me. Stop it. Today it's not fair. <laughs> not fair. You can tell so, it's a slow news week when we're talking about what we have for lunch. Yeah. I'm so Mike, not having is, lunch. It's only 9 in the morning. Is 12 worth getting, do you think, so far? Uh, Revenant Wings? Revenant Wings? Yeah. Yes, especially if you... Played, you um, yeah. You like Vaughn and Pinello, then yes, you should definitely get Revenant Wings. All right. If you um, think Vaughn's kind of a disease, do you need to eat. finish the story to, for it to make sense? Do you have, need to finish the PS2 game for it to make sense? It really has only had like two references to oh, Final okay. Fantasy XII. All right. Like he mentions something about what okay. he learned when he was working with Ash. Okay. And um, that's pretty much it. Isn't it Ash? <sighs> you, you really like that. You really like that short. Long, soft A. Soft A, thank you. It's a soft A. That's how you... I mean, oh, never mind. So Mass Effect was released to retail as of, of Tuesday, and uh, along with that, the game soundtrack came out, which is yet another... This is this is the best news story week ever. All right, so there's a sound effect for a game... Soundtrack... Sound effect. It's sweet. Sound... That's what they should call it, too. Sound effect for Mass Effect. There are but, probably a few sound effects in Mass Effect. Yeah. So the soundtrack, 37 sci-fi inspired tracks. Oh, that's a great rating there. Um, adding up to over 60 minutes of music. Cost about $13. Oh. And as of, as of the writing, it was out of stock on Amazon. So good luck. <laughs> My question is why it wasn't part of the limited edition. I don't know. Probably because Amazon's too busy not shipping in limited editions. Actually, they just, oh. I, they just, said, they just sent me a shipping notice for mine. Meanwhile, I've already gone to GameStop and just bought the game with the pre-order disc and said, screw the limited edition, I'll return it, but whatever. I don't know why Amazon can't ship stuff out, like, on the ship day. Like, that would kind of make sense, but apparently it doesn't matter to them, so I'm going to lose my business on that. If you were, you know, really eager to get it on the day, you would have got it somewhere else. Uh, the limited edition was not available in stores. Um, so you get it ebgames.com or something. Yeah, I thought because it was I was not smart enough to think of that. I didn't realize Amazon was so bad with games. Oh yeah, otherwise they, I would have. Yeah, 
Look on the bright side. At least you have Rock Band. I do. I also have Trauma Center and Mario Galaxy and Assassin's Creed and Bioshock, and they're all sitting here staring at me, making fun of me. Because you're on a podcast. Because yeah, because I'm not playing them. Anyway. <laughs> So Atlas announced two RPGs for North America. This is actually news. This is like, wow. Um, so let us wow you with our, with our in-depth analysis of this. We have two strategy RPGs, Operation Darkness and Spectral Force 3. Um, I don't know anything about these games, and I feel oh. like an awful host, but that's why I have a panel, so help me. The Spectral Force games all look kind of neat. This is the first one that's coming to North America. Um, they crank them out like crazy in Japan. And they had really cool art, and they looked like they'd probably be fun. Uh-huh. But I don't know anything about, well, the stories are all, yeah, I don't know. don't know a whole lot about the story. So, interesting. Oh, Chris, or Japamondium. Japamondium? Yes, Japamondium guy doesn't even know about the games he covered back when they were actually released. Well, this was like, this was years ago. No, no, no. Spectral Force 3 was back when I was still doing it. That was like in 2006. I know, that's what I'm saying, and therefore you should know, because you were actually doing Japandemonium then. Well, yeah, like I, I think I've slept once or twice since 2006. <laughs> At the same time, um, Atlas tells me that you don't have to play any of the other Spectral Force games to get into Spectral Force 3. And that was one of the reasons why they they're... opted to bring it over. Makes sense. What a surprise, since we don't, you know, have the others to play. <laughs> You don't have to play any of the other Persona games to play Persona 3. Yeah, all the Spectral Force <laughs> games, as far as I can tell, have all been self-contained games not related to the others. Well, I looked at what we had online so far. Online, because we keep it somewhere else. Um, it looks... The Spectral Force looks more interesting to me than Operation Darkness, but mostly that's because we have more information on it. Um, but I really would like to see Atlas PR give us more, because we don't have anything since 2006. Alright, so to sum up, yeah. Operation Darkness, it's made by Success, who made Metal Saga, which I don't believe did all that well, did it? As far as reviews. Yeah, um, yeah not that good. Yeah. Uh, it takes place during an alternate World War II, never had that happen before, um, where fantasy has found its way into the universe. Okay, so maybe not had that happen before. <laughs> um... And then Special Force 3 is from Idea Factory, who made the wonderful games like Generation of Chaos. <coughs> and uh, this game puts you in magic era, the magic era of 996. Apparently because 666 would be too offensive, I guess, so you need to flip two of the numbers over. I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Ten kingdoms at the, of the land are at war, and you are a notorious mercenary. You and your friend Diaz soon become the led leaders of these mercenaries. And as Atlas states it, and so... Your adventure begins. And so forth. So, there you go. Very nicely done. Bravo. (laughs) The voice was nice. The wording was all wrong. (laughs) But Idea Factory is normally done by Nipponichi, so it's interesting to see Alice now pick one up. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Nipponichi was working really closely with Atlas. It's no surprise that they happen to have the same contacts. The only thing I'm wondering is because it's on 360. Well, it was originally a 360 game. And, no, no, no. That's why Nipponichi probably didn't pick it up. But Nipponichi is doing a uh, game on 360 now. Oh, they are? Is that what their puzzle game is? No. Isn't it the no, one? No, they, they have a couple games, remember? That was announced oh, no, a while right. back. Okay. No. 
<laughs> if I remember it, I wouldn't I be saying dumb that, things like yeah. I don't remember them playing them or making them. Oh, let me spot you there. NIS Xbox 360. Op Operation Darkness Atlas comes to the 360. It has nothing to do with NIS. So thank you, Google. Okay, here's the story. <laughs> Nipponichi planning to develop for the 362. Oh, Nippon Ichi planning to develop. That doesn't mean that their localization team already has development units ready to go. Right, but... Which is what I was saying. Okay, well, we're both right. Yeah. I don't think anybody has... There's no There's no announcement of titles, so whatever. And... They just want to get debug units from Microsoft Japan. RPG Cast, where we use Google, so you don't have to. All right, so... <laughs> new releases... <laughs> All right. we'll use Google because our news search doesn't work. Like, so there's nothing coming out this next week that I can find. Um, literally, on our website, the only game we have listed as coming out next has no date associated with it. And I don't know if that's just due to our sloppiness or what, but it's called Hero's Journey for Windows. And oh, it doesn't have an exact date. December. Not a good sign. Um, <laughs> oh, it's an MMO. Oh, even better. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Um, I don't yeah, know well, what's going on there. We don't have any updates from in, since 2005. I think that might just be something that's kicking around in the system that may be... Mm. After that, the next the next solid release date we have is January 22nd for Pirates of the Burning Sea. So you got a while to play all these games that are out before you need to go Yay. play on the pirate ships. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that, that's honestly really typical. Like, at this point... Yeah, they got it. Putting on a game after this is suicide, unless you are like Mario. You want to get the full six weeks up to Christmas, so or five weeks or whatever. So, Heroes okay. doesn't even show up at EB Games, so it could just be somewhere kicking around. Or the full six years out of Fire Emblem. That's how long it takes to finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> Good cut off there. You could you could play on easy. I'm going yeah. to have to. I'm going to have to start over <laughs> on easy, because if you try it yeah. on normal, the game just womps all over you. I'm going to have to get back and play this. It'd be funny if I could come back from this far behind and still beat it before you. <laughs> we should start, like, a we should contest. Have, we should have a contest. I'm not giving up. Fire Emblem I, first. I, I've been told I'm not allowed buying Fire Emblem, which probably means I'm going to get it for Christmas. Ah, all right. <laughs> so we can start on December 25th. We can start over... Did I just say 25th? Jeez. I had, pro I had <clears throat> troubles with the intros earlier. You didn't get to hear it in the podcast, but I just can't talk today. Um, so we could start on December 25th and have everybody be like, all right, Fire Emblem, start from Chapter 1 on normal. See who wins first or something. On normal. Can we try easy first and no. see if we can even win it? No, no, no. Yeah, except we never, no. We need the pain and gnashing of teeth. Okay. <laughs> except now he's telling us all the secret hints on how to actually win, so yeah. we can use those and beat him. Mm. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no downloadable games that were, came out this week. Um, they don't really give me much schedule ahead of time on what's coming out next week. Um, so that's about you it. Mean for the new industry releases. doesn't give you secret information as to when games are coming out. Oh, they probably would if we were on the right lists, but they don't send us downloadable oh. game schedules, as far as I know. Um, because if we were on the right list, we could get the. I mean, if there were right lists, then other people would be able to tell us. Like, Actually, if we were on the right list, we'd already have access to all the downloadable games because it'd be on the, the, the secret network on the 360 and stuff. But Oh, really? Yeah, they have a developer network sort of thing where people with the debug units and stuff like that can just hop cool on and get started well ahead of time. Oh, Same with the right, but well, you're probably under NDA not to say it anyway. So. Well, 
not to talk about the much of the game, but sometimes they're allowed to do previews, so depends, I think, on the game. Anyway. Okay. Uh, all right. Someday in our dreams. Here we are. Feedback already. I have to read a letter. I don't have to. I would like to read a letter from <laughs> our message forums because I really appreciate it. Um, Potato Man Jack posted that he enjoyed our last podcast and that he listens to work or listens at work every week while plugging away for Da Man, as he puts it. An RPG cast is his ray of sunshine on an otherwise cloudy day. Stay classy, RP gamer. So thank you, Potato Man Jack. We really appreciate that. Aww, yeah. that was actually really nice. Yes, it was. <laughs> So I wanted to give him a shout-out. Yeah, I, I read that, and I thought that was cool. Um, if anyone else would like to leave feedback, tell us that they like the show, tell us that they hate the show, and it's the worst steaming pile that they've ever heard, please go to board.rpgamer.com, go to the latest updates forum, where you'll see our thread sticky at the top, and leave your feedback. You can also send an email to podcast.rpgamer.com. Um, we'd also appreciate it if you want to leave uh, reviews on iTunes Music Store. Just search for RPGcast there. Um, and you can also dig us on uh, dig.com slash podcast, search for RPGcast, and you'll see us there. We'll leave feedback there, or, or dig us or not dig us, I guess. So, yeah, there we go for interaction. Um, no previews of anything up this week, but we did have a review come out for Orcs and Elves. That was uh, done by Mr. Jonathan Self, who would also be known as something... He doesn't list his. He doesn't he list his alias on something. He doesn't wow. list his alias here, so I don't know what his uh, IRC name is. Well, he even says, "Come say hi to me on IRC chat," but he doesn't list what his name is. <laughs> you know, I noticed that first when I was looking at that. I was like, "How come his nickname isn't on the bio like it's supposed to be?" And then I was kind of like, "Well, I guess it doesn't really matter that much because you can always go down to the, you know, main bio page, and that's where you learn that it's Neist or oh, Neist. Neist. Or okay, yeah." I'm going to go with Neist. Uh, if we're wrong, you can tell us on the... EI, so Neist. Bye. Whatever. Now we're going to... I'm not trusting your pronunciation today. You're not doing well. Oh! Well, I'm, you know, I'm really worn out from my Thanksgiving. Oh, mama, mama. Did you... You were out on vacation for Thanksgiving, weren't you? Oh, yeah, out on vacation where I get to switch places of location every two days. (laughs) I do. And there was no snow in Utah, so I don't understand. Is there usually snow in Utah? Yes, oh, especially okay. Thanksgiving. There's at least a dusting, if nothing else. But it was... it. I got there on Tuesday, and it was 77 degrees. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, it, it's been really warm here, too. Like, we have just barely a covering of snow. And at this point, we normally have, like, a couple feet of snow and snow banks and... At the moment, we have nothing. It's kind of creepy, actually. Yeah, to, to put it lightly, Philadelphia. They were they were dusting the fake snow in Park City because people couldn't go skiing after Thanksgiving. I mean, they were just making tons of it, trying to get anything to work because there is no snow in Park City. Okay, so let's get into what you have been playing. I would say what you've been playing, but that seems to be kind of a trademark of certain other podcasts. So, what have thou been playing? Sweet, we can give have it a dragon. We can give it a dragon warrior flair. What, what hast thou been playing for thine? What hast thou slayed this week? Well, like I said before, I'm still playing Fire Emblem, and I'll be playing Fire Emblem for the rest of my life. 
<laughs> that's good. That's so, a lot of that's a lot of um, uh, not even replay value, but that's a lot of bang for your buck then. Yeah, a lot of bang for my buck. When Nintendo asks where the review is, we'll just there will never be them. a replay. Well, there might be a replay, but <clears throat> I'm also playing a little bit of Trauma Center, New Blood. It's a lot harder than uh, Second Opinion, so that's nice. Mm. Creepy. Story's still kind of cheesy, though. I hear it's like really hard. Some people are saying they can't like beat it or anything, and it's unbalanced. Like mm. you need two people to really play it. You kind of really. Do. Yeah, because they've put in all this co-op stuff, but now it's like some people say the game's totally balanced for co-op and not for anything. Well, no, that actually really interests me then, just because um, I have Trauma Center. Yeah. Um, both me and my husband have played it to death. And I mean, he has levels where he has, like, he doesn't even have S. He has XS. And it's like, how do you do that? It's disgusting. There's an yeah, XS? people who are really oh, good at it. Yes. Oh, yeah. It gets if you're better. really good, you can get XS. Jeez. And he has XS on hard mode. Well, so he'll probably be able to do this. <laughs> Go to YouTube. There are videos. The people who do this stuff are trauma center gods. <laughs> they don't need no healing touch. They are the healing touch. Yeah. Do they actually use the healing touch? Probably not. No. Wow. One um, guy I saw no. was for, you know, for you to get, get an XS. Hardest things in Trauma Center One oh. without even using the uh, inject the gosh darn triangles. Did it all oh. with the antibacterial cream? <laughs> yep. It's crazy. He does that too. It, it's breaking. Wait, all with what? All with that bacterial cream? Yeah, with the like the gel cream that that saves everything. Antibacterial gel mm-hmm. that cures everything. Yeah. I didn't know you could cure everything. Have a small hole in your lung? Well, antibiotic gel. Oh, well, yeah. Good as new. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> but that's not an RPG. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it deserves time because we have nothing else to talk about. I'm looking forward it to playing it. could be an it. RPG. Um, I'm going to play it on easy, though. I played the original on easy, and I found I had much more fun with it on easy than I did on normal. So, okay. Actually, it let you change whenever you want it, so that was nice. I hope this one lets you do that too. So that's it for Jay. Yeah, well, I'm still playing some no more. Oh, that's plenty. I'm just, I'm just being sure before we move on. I was gonna say Symphony of the Night at work, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Inverted Castle. Slowly working my way through it. Mm. All right, Mike. What have you been up to? Revenant Wings, um, Wings of the Goddess. We already kind of did Revenant Lots Wings. Lots of wings this week, huh? Yes. Could go um, for some wings. Good. Good things to go with my turkey wings, apparently. Mm, turkey wings. Except I think I had a leg. Anyway, <clears throat> um, wings the goddess. So far, I finally got to. Are you eating right now? Am I eating? No. Okay. Well, you're just talking about turkey wings, like you're eating now, and then I was going to get really. Oh, no, I was thinking about Thanksgiving dinner, of course. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, back what are you in saying? the day. <laughs> okay. So shaped background. Yeah. Electric razor. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. That was the someone's dryer. phone. Oh. Yeah, anyway, what to talk about Wings of the Goddess. That's a big release. That's update for Final Fantasy XI, or new expansion, rather. Yes, finally uh, another expansion after the last one was pretty much falling on its face. Um, a lot of people are interested in this one. Because um, you can play a dancer. Oh, <laughs> I actually did unlock dancer last night, so awesome. go figure. And there's like two races I that I wouldn't mind seeing dancers in, and the rest, not so much. 
I want to yeah, see a Galka dancer. Yeah. Gawk, like, I, I will say this. They have, they, have a, a female, they have a female Hume who is mm-hmm. the leader of the troop that you have to join. Or the words troop, hey, I don't know, Frenchie, you tell me. Troop. What is it, the troop that goes into whoever's winning conquest? No, 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 it's a new oh, one, of course. Okay. So you can find them in the middle of Juno dancing around happily. Oh, all right. And the Mithra, of course, is wearing the AF, and the female Hume is wearing the F, and the Galka is wearing the red Baron gear from, like, level 30. <laughs> <laughs> goodness, they didn't put him in the AF. <laughs> Because I would have been like, no, my eyes. But that's what I want to see. I want to see what it looks like when with the golf. For sure, me too. I'm sure. I've been told there are already dancers over level thirty, so Mm. it won't be long. Which is just scary. There's also a scholar. I think it's like level uh, thirty-four. Scholar's the other new dance or other new class. Sorry. (laughs) 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 The Galka dance moves look very ridiculous. They've they got videos Actually, on YouTube of the animations. It's very scary. Well, while we're on this subject, Michael, maybe you can explain to me what roles the two new classes play and how they fit into a party. Distractions. Okay. Well, oh. we we kind of did this last week, but I can can I can continue. Um, the first now thing they've had a lot of experience. Well, I have no experience with Scholar besides actually playing it at FanFest, but they were they explained it as another backline job. They need another mage back there because the black mages and the white mages are bored, I guess, and they need someone to talk to. <laughs> right. Um, I'm, I'm going with the idea that how the red mage was kind of a, a jack-of-all-trades, it couldn't be the main healer very well. It couldn't be the main mage very well. And this job is more to enhance those abilities. If you need the, the white mage abilities, you're using your white arts. If you're using the or light arts, and if you need a black mage for the party, you're using the dark arts. And it's just based on the grimoire you're loading. Um, you know, not having experienced it in full party, I can't say how well it's going to work because uh, that will take a while. But it does sound more interesting. You always have the the thing. I need a healer. I can't find one. Or well, you don't have the problem with black mages because nobody uses them, which is kind of sad. But nobody uses black mage now. Everybody melee burns everything now. Uh. Even even level 40, you see people without black mages. So, And the black mages apparently don't care. They just go off on their own. And, and Because they've made... Uh, why dirt. is that? They've rebalanced the melee classes to be a lot stronger lately? Or just they're all going over to Ottergon and some, Or what? I think the hardest thing is... Well, first of all, about level 60, Ottergon is impossible for black mages to level in because... Well, you said 40. Uh, so I didn't understand right. how it was changing that early. Because it used to be you could have... Mages in the, the problem is you can't find mages anymore. Right. There's, you have the white mage, the black mage, and the red mage, and the summoner, and those are your four mage jobs. And then you have all the rest being melee jobs. So the balance just isn't there. You can't find the mages. You don't, you know, you get used to not using them, and you just start building that way. So if you don't find a black mage, oh, you know, this TD will be okay. Alright. So Dark Knights Even are probably up. happy again. <clears throat> Dark Knights are happy again. Well, Dark Knights have been happy for a while because they have some cool moves now. Oh. Like Dreads no, they're not Dreads. being happy. They have to be emo. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're happy about the ability to be angry. How's that? Yay! I'm happy. I can angst. I can kill things now. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, dancer is an in- very very interesting job because not only is I would consider it a soloable job, 
But if you are in a party, you're able to attack things and use your TP to heal your party. So hmm. that's weird. Right. No, you can, that's well, you can really neat. That's the first really hybrid yeah. class that eleven has. They they said they want a frontline healer. They want someone who can attack and not you know sit in the back and be able to heal their party. So it's very interesting. Um, I also haven't tried this in party mode because the fanfest uh, test was here's uh, twelve dancers and here's twelve scholars. Let's go out and beat the crap. Well, out it looks of. like the dancers also have a lot of elemental based spells too, though. I didn't see any elemental well, based spells. If you look at the dancer animations, there's obviously elemental, you know, colors associated with them. So I don't know what they're doing, but. Well, when I was using it, all I had were things like drain and a spear and uh, haste and then multiple healing and then I could do status effects on the, on the monster. Okay. Uh, these are all different jobs and things you could do. And then you do finishing moves, which you could finally skill chain with yourself, which I thought was really nice. But to try it in actual six-party combat, I... I don't know. I unlocked it last night, so maybe by next week I can tell you some really gory Valkyrm stories. I well, you'll care. need to be. Yeah, your class isn't interesting by Valkyrm. You need to get at least forty before you start getting anything interesting. So, I don't think I can do that in a week. Yeah, probably not. Okay. Like, you know, crazy. So, legs. lots of Final Fantasy expansion stuff. Anything interesting in there other than the classes? Well, we did go to the. I did go to the past. You can go to the past. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. No, we covered that before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Um, it was, there are only three missions, so I was doing the second mission, which involved actually a lot of... I am using my level 75 job mm -hmm. to sneak around starter areas. Nice. Because there are beastmen there that, you know... I mean, they're not dangerous. I could handle them, but they're all easy prey or de decent challenge, and so they will attack you if you don't want, you know, if you're not sneaking by them. I've died to easy prey before. That yeah, was a you're, taru. A, you're a taru. You yeah. died at looking at things. I, I did. <laughs> you have fainted. Your life life of a taru. Something farts, you die. Yes, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, as a summoner, I could probably handle easy prey. In fact, I left uh, Carbuncle just to kill something because it had aggroed me. Uh-huh. And... I got most of the way across the zone before I saw you are too far from the battle to gain experience, so Carbuncle actually won. Nice. Good job, Carby. Yeah. Are there any uh, good but, NMs there and stuff? Is it fun? I mean, is it just a bunch of it, hard it monsters, creepy. or is there interesting stuff to do there? I'm, I'm, I'm walking by Juno, and there's uh, Yugudo NMs just, like, out in the open. Okay. I didn't know how tough they were because they're NMs. And well, were you there by yourself? Or are a lot of people in there now, or are they all doing other stuff? Nobody trying this area out yet. Oh, there were people doing things, but until you join the campaign, there's no point in fighting anything there because you're not getting any points for it. Oh, okay. And I was on the mission to go to Winders to join the campaign. Gotcha. And you have to go there was... from Juno? <laughs> well, yeah. They started so you can only start in the past around Juno. But you can't go into Juno because the civilian gates are closed. Oh, alright. And so then you get sent on a mission to go to your whatever country you wish to support. So here, go out here and, and die, basically, and then come back when you can. Yeah, I actually didn't die. And there so. are no airships because of the storyline or whatever. Well, I think the airships are coming around during the Crystal War, but I, you know, they're not going to be open to civilians. Right, so... 
So now I finally joined the campaigns of Windurst, and I'm no longer a civilian, and maybe this will open up new things I can go to. It'd be really cool if you could talk to anybody who was still alive in that period, and then go uh, to the present and talk you to could. them. You could. Who? One of the Tarus, he's, you know, high up in yeah. the present-day Windurst. Uh-huh. You meet him as a child, and he's like a spoiled, rotten brat. Karahop, I don't know. There's so many Taras. Okay. Yeah, but he's he's the genius. Cool. So he's like, I'm a genius child. Why won't they let me fight in the campaign? And you're like, wow, you're real smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny because the more you describe this, the more I feel like, wow, I've totally done this in World of Warcraft. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I don't care where they got it from. It's fun. Nothing's original anymore. Okay, so moving on. I, I take it that's all you've been playing, right, Mike? Yeah, well, you know, I was on vacation. <laughs> that's okay. You don't have to... I'm just asking you. I'm not attacking you. <laughs> you haven't played enough, dang it! Play more! Yeah, yeah. All right, so, pause. you've been playing what? Um, Some World I've of Warcraft, apparently. I've been the assignment for school. <laughs> She's been playing study... I, I've, I've been playing study, read book, finish assignment. Not, you've been playing World of Warcraft as well, though. In my spare time. What little spare time that I have. I've, I've been played, playing World Within the past two days, you've played like ten hours of it. Uh, that's a lot. That, that's <laughs> really only because I was helping you. Okay. Owned. Yeah, so I picked up World of Warcraft this week, too, because it was Thanksgiving, and I said, I need to play something with other people. Because <laughs> I didn't get to, I didn't get a chance to go home to my family this year, so I figured, oh, World of Warcraft has a free trial, so I'll try that out. And then it turns out all the really cool areas are locked in the expansion. You can't trade with people, so I said, screw this, I'll buy the game. So I picked up the game. So I'm trying so that out now. So today I, I sent you two 18-slot bags and a few gold. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Hi, our helping. So I have, I've got a sugar mommy in World of Warcraft, so I get to see how that works. And, um, <laughs> Oh, right. I'm playing a druid on Draenor, if any RPG cast listeners want to come and grief me. Um, I guess you can't, since it's we PvE. We can't grief you. We're on a PvE server. Oh, you can find Besides, you can find things to do. Oh, um, uh, yeah, I guess you could chaos, but I mean, really, considering the respawn rate... Just <laughs> Yeah, okay, that would work. But, I mean, there's actually spam filters in, so if you say too many things in a certain amount of time, it automatically disconnects you. Ah, okay. Well, this game is too well created. <laughs> See, Final Fantasy XI achieves the same thing, but with uh, intercontinental lag. So, what? If you try to do too much in eleven, it it just lags out. And you know, try and spam a bunch of text. It's just like, yeah. I don't know. I always thought you don't you don't try to spam that much text because you're smart. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> That's, oh, that's I don't know what you've been doing with <laughs> Yeah, not, not that. Alright, so I've been playing some World of Warcraft. Pause has only been playing World of Warcraft then? And, and your assignment, right? Um, I did some sort of the New World, but uh-huh. I, I was just taking the weekend off. I actually got to do um, Hellbreaker for the first time, which is um, the third... Bo- if, if you're talking about raid progression... You generally kill Gerrero, and then Diablo, and then you kill Hellbreaker. So, we're actually ready to kill, um, Shafin. Have you gone after Mephisto and Bale yet? 
No. Okay. Um, I don't think they exist in the game. Yeah. But the the problem is right now is that um, the next um, grade progression that you would normally get to is broken in our version. And I believe I've actually spoken about that before. Okay. So we we can't do it yet. It's it's literally impossible. How do you maintain is, all these various relationships? You've got like a guild and WoW. You got a guild and sword. And it's how do you? That's too much stuff to schedule. Um, I don't know. Very it doesn't careful. seem that difficult for me to balance, honestly. See, like I, actually, but, I I find this to be a very interesting question because I mean. When you're on IRC, you have all these multiple channels, and you have all these different groups in multiple channels, and I don't find any problem balancing them. And to me, a guild is just a visual representation of... On the channel. Know. Well, you, I don't know, maybe because I'm just tainted by my Final Fantasy XI experience, but they all had these such stringent requirements, and you'd always have to do stuff with them all the frickin' time, and it's just, it gets too much. Yes, you went to Endgame where yeah. you had to. You don't have, I don't, I'm not well, doing Endgame. What's the fun if you're not doing all the hard stuff? Well, I'm doing, see, this a, I'm doing expansion stuff. This is actually the thing that um, I'm personally very proud of when it comes to Iron Harrier, my guild, is we are an endgame guild. Um, we are considered dedicated rather than casual or hardcore. Um, we do raid three nights a week, and we are actually in the top 50 guilds in our server. Um, we Ranked are, by what? I believe, huh? Ranked by uh, what? Oh, there's a ranking system on a website called Wow Jitsu. Okay. And what it does is it takes... Top 50 um, in a server doesn't seem like very good to me. Because like, well, I mean, in 11 there was like only 10 good guilds, period. So. Oh, <laughs> no. No, no, no. Don't forget that Wow is like 10 million players. So each server has way more than an 11 server would have. One WoW server probably has as many, you know, good guilds as all of Final Fantasy XI. Oh, alright. Um, but yeah, we, we just broke the top 50. Um, we did... Oh, that's something that I haven't mentioned yet. We did we did both Zulamon and Gril's Lair. Um, we weren't able to kill Gril himself, but we did get down um, the council before him called High King Mogor. Yeah. And that was really exciting. We had never done that before as a guild. And so, um, at this point, the hardcore... I'm, I'm doing, like, the little quotey things with my fingers. The hardcore raiding guilds mm-hmm. that we left when Burning Crusade hit, we actually rank above all three of the ones that our core members come from. Nice. So, even though we are not hardcore, we are simply dedicated and... We like doing what we're doing. We're getting places. And we're getting places that people typically aren't going. There are only 25 guilds on our on Draenor so far that have successfully killed a boss in Zulamon. And we're one of them. Mm. That is a big deal. Yes, it is. Well, so I'm really proud. Oh, cool. i got to get my character up so I can join in on that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be taking you to Wailing Cavern soon. I'm so excited. We can kill you so many times. Oh, I've already done that myself. I don't need much help. I'm on Corpse Run, like, number 10 now. All right, so let's see. I guess that leaves me. Um, Myself, I finished up uh, Phoenix Wright this past week. I got picked up Rock Band, been rocking out with my roommate, and uh, 
as well as just with myself. And it's much more fun with roommates, by the way. And, uh, yeah, I guess all I've done for RPGs is uh, playing some World of Warcraft. So, kind of derelict to my RPG duties. But I have been reading the Mass Effect novel and in preparation for playing the Mass Effect game because I want to get all that oh, yeah. backstory. Um, novel's okay. Um, I okay? Yeah, it's okay. I've read better. I, are you enjoying oh. it a lot more? Yeah, I okay. think it's pretty engrossing. All right. It's, it's starting slow for me, I guess. I don't know. I think... Well, I, I have to admit, part of the thing is, you know, when they say Turian, I know what a Turian is. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. You know, well, I, I already have some insight. Book, so. Huh? They have one on the cover of the book, so it's not that hard. No, no, no. But you, I guess because I've already played, like, a little bit of Mass Effect, mm-hmm. when they mention specific things, it already means something to me, and you, you're kind of like, oh, okay, I'm going to have to remember that for later. For when yeah, I play. That's, that's how I feel. I feel like a lot of this is, like, kind of service. So, like, if I was familiar with it already, it would feel better, but the thing is, it's supposed to be a prequel, and it sounds like you're supposed to do it first. So it's like, wait a second. <laughs> How am uh, well, I supposed I to enjoy the fan familiar- service? <laughs> I think it's just familiarity, because I already, you know, had that glimpse. Yeah. But I don't know, like, the whole story. Right. And I think it's going to be more beneficial to read the novel and then play the game. Mm-hmm. Even though, yeah, right now I'm like, wow, this makes so much more sense. I mean, because, especially for me, you know, they're explaining the, the Mass Effect drives and the, and the gates yeah. and things like that. And I've already seen those. Those yeah. are cool. Well, uh, so I, I actually kind of skimmed the description. I'm like, I already know what this looks like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, it is a uh, it is a fast read. I can give it that much. So it'll be over quick, yeah. and then I'll be playing Mass Effect, and that sounds fantastic. And yeah, uh, we should have a review of that soon because staff members are already finishing it. There's, are they already starting their second runs? Um, this sounds like they, a second run sort of game. Yeah, I think you should have. We shouldn't require them to do two runs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go change the requirements on them while they're reviewing it. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Just have multiple reviews or something. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm very excited to see what they say, though. Yeah, the novels turn out pretty well. Get, like I said, fast read. So pick it up if you want to get more in depth with it. It's like eight bucks. It's paperback. Um, if, when we buy fifty, sixty dollar games, eight dollars for a book doesn't seem to hurt much. No, not really. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I still haven't started Mario, and I feel really bad about that too. But I don't know. No, no. Yeah. You're gonna wait till Christmas, and we can play it together. We don't need to play a Mario game together. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my RPG side. It's like, oh, we have to explore these worlds and talk no. about it and everything. And I'm like, wait, that probably takes it's like a Mario hour. game. <laughs> it's actually a lot of fun to play two player. Well, no, we can't actually play together physically is what I meant. I meant at the same time over Skype or something. Well, still Skype and Mario. We need to get back to finishing up uh, Crisis Core is what we need to do. Oh, we do. Yeah, because that's fantastic, and we haven't been putting any time into it. Say what? I've heard spring now, so I'm I'm iffy again. All right. Unofficial. Unofficial. Spring is useful. If it, if they're pushing it out to next December, though, then or November rather, that would be kind of. Eh. I don't think it's a big enough title for a fall release. I think they're going spring. It's Final Fantasy VII related. Well, then again, so was um, so was Dirge's so Service, service. I, which I bought and played with a keyboard and mouse on the couch, and <laughs> I had fun with. So you played with a keyboard and mouse? I That's did because awesome. it's an FPS, and that the controller system was crap. So. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. I didn't know you could do that. Maybe I'll have to try oh, it. Oh, yeah. PS2 has USB ports. Works. 
No, that's true. I just didn't think about it. Yeah. I'm sure I heard somebody say that they had a better experience with that and then tried it. But I have some wireless keyboards and mice I could play with. Well, see how much the lag affects you. But yeah. True. Uh, yeah, so that's. Uh, I think that's it. So I'm going to let you guys go and enjoy your holiday weekends more, um, except Paws doesn't have one because it's Canada and they don't celebrate our pagan they holidays, They did that a I month guess. ago. But, um, oh, they did? Yeah, our, our Thanksgiving was last month. Mm-hmm. Um, and fun, fun fact, um, actually, we had Thanksgiving first, by the way. <laughs> All right, you're more thankful than we are. We understand it. Yep, skip it. I'm proud of it. They're just thankful mm-hmm. first. And they're so humble, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the French in them. Yeah. <laughs> Not all Canadians are French. No, I'm talking about you. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you said them, but... Them, <laughs> Tagay! I, I, I did, but I met in the area she lived in. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, thank you, panel, for being for talking with me today. Uh, thank you, Glad listeners, be for being with us for another RPG cast. We will see you next week. Thank you also to Ed Walker, who's going to help with editing, I think. And um, that's about it. Uh, leave some feedback on our forums if you'd like to, and we will see you next week. Thank you. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.